Welcome to the Life Lifted Podcast, where we lift your mind, body, and soul with your hosts, Mike Molina and Chris Musser. You have found the number one up-and-coming fitness and health podcast in the world. This is Life Lifted Podcast. On today's episode, in the intro portion of our episode, we just get catch up on our lives. I talk about my trip. Uh, Chris brings up a very interesting study that I've, well, we, we get into a little bit about cold immersion, right? Cold water. Very interesting portion. Talk about a little bit of ca- about caffeine. Um, you guys could hear our take on that um, in the intro portion. But in the fitness portion of today's episode, uh, we talk about people who are not progressing because they're always changing their workouts. So if you're a person that's hasn't seen much progress in the gym and you have no structure, no program, and you're always changing your workout, well, this episode's for you. Get to the show. I like that, Chris. <laughs> Chris over here counting down like three, two, one. Action. <laughs> I was like, let's just go. We're back. We are back. And we're better. <laughs> Always. Kind of. 1%. Actually, better than last week. <laughs> we didn't record last week because I felt like ass. Yeah. Chris I think did too. Did you, how did you, you said you felt. I don't remember how I felt last week. But yeah, I felt horrible. I think I got some food. It wasn't, yeah. it wasn't food poisoning, but. Well, I went on my camping trip, if you remember. So when I came back from my camping trip, either it was the elevation or either if it was me freaking not sleeping well because obviously we were out hiking get got we would get back late uh not on my usual eating routine i ate like this frozen food which i never do obviously would never want anyone would, would never tell someone to do that but that on was your our camping only trip yeah it was our only option um everything was closed and a grocery store was open so i was like all right whatever i guess i'll eat this so i think it was that but it made me feel like crap the whole week it was horrible yeah you were you were really out of it last that week. didn't even work out I took a whole rest week. Deload. I mean, if you want to consider it that, but <laughs> technically this is my deload week now. Recovery week. Coming back into it. Yeah. But, I mean, I feel so much better now. How was your trip to Yosemite? It was amazing. Yeah? It was, you can't, I think you have to go, Chris. What was it, amazing the about it? The freaking waterfalls were roaring. I mean, I saw. I showed you some videos off, yeah. off, off the podcast, right? It was amazing. Wow. I mean, we would get soaked. You saw the videos. So, definitely, if anybody wants to go, it's now. I mean... Whenever this podcast comes out, but I hear Yosemite. Spring, I hear it's crowded at it, Yosemite. It it was crowded because it was Memorial Day weekend. Now I don't know how it. I mean, every time I've gone, yes, it was crowded, but it has never been like crazy. Like, oh, this is way too much people until huh. this time. Really, but that's again, it was Memorial Day weekend, so I kind of expected that. But uh, all the other times I've gone, it's never been crazy crowded. But yeah. also, you got to remember, I I actually hike there. I don't just go to the freaking village and that's it. So it's like to the hiking, the actual trails that I go on. Um, there's not many people that go all the way, you know, like they may be in the beginning of the trail, but it's usually pretty empty once you you start going up. Once yeah. You start trekking. Yeah. That's awesome. But it was one of the best, uh, Yosemite trips I've had and like forever. Was it the like water time, all time because of the waterfalls? Because of the waterfalls. It was, huh. it was crazy. I mean, I, I mean, some people, some people are saying that it has not looked like this in 20 to 50 years. Like, the way it looks now, it's like, it has not looked like this in 20, 50 years. I don't know how true that is, but I know for me, the f- last five years that I've gone, it has never looked like this. You really, I noticed you really, like, get a lot from nature, like, whether it's the waterfalls or, like, seeing the Milky Way. Mm. Like, you really get, like, uplifted. Yes. Yes, I do. I mean, we nature. talked about it. Um, I mean, there's, a th- there's this... Um, I want to look into this study that I heard. I've never read it myself, so I can't even quote anything. But I heard someone mention on other podcasts how being in nature and like that actually 
um, it, it does for a lot of people create that like sense of purpose, right? That sense mm-hmm. of like, it, it gives them meaning sometimes, right? It's just like being out of nature and being one with, with nature. It, it makes people, some people happier. Yeah. Right. There was a, that study goes on to like talk about some people that are like depressed and things like that. And they tell them to go on to nature or just walk. And yeah, and it, sh- it showed that it actually made some people happier. It, it released that like that, you know, dopamine release that you get from doing other things you enjoy doing. Uh, some people would get get that from just being in nature. And I definitely think I'm one of those people, though. It's funny because on Sunday I was I had a lot going on in my head and. I went for a hike, not a mm, hike I that you that. would consider a hike, but you went for a walk. <laughs> I went for a walk <laughs> at Griffith Park and um, got a lot of clarity. Right, you see what so, I mean? Yeah. yeah. So the being in nature is amazing, man. That's what I'm telling you. This, that's that's my second, my second um, escape, right? My second yeah. second gym. <laughs> it's nice. I mean, in in LA, you're so close to a lot of nature. I mean, yeah. even in the city, you can get a lot, but it's not that far to get out of the city either. When I was in Miami, I mean the only nature we really you could get to was the beach or the Everglades, which really wasn't that inspiring. Yeah, I mean, ever, I want to go to the Everglades. Have you been? Yeah, there? I have. You yeah. Have? Do you like it? I mean, it's just like swamps and yeah, Everglades, right? Yeah, it's just kind of swamps. I have a photo I'll have to show you sometime really? of with me a gator? Uh, with a gator. Oh, you did? I, I, I haven't shown you that, Yeah, huh? no, I want to see no? it. <laughs> I want to go. I tell my girlfriend, let's go. And she's like, no, I don't want to go. She doesn't want to go to gators and stuff. Yeah. I'm like, oh, whatever, I guess. I'll go by myself. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go i'll, I'll take there you i'll take you where i there went there it is because i definitely want to do that uh, have you ate in gator before didn't eat gator no no, no i also want to do that no, no. i want to try it yeah my dad has tried it and he said it was i mean like everyone else says it's just like chicken <laughs> it tastes like don't chicken. you i feel like everyone says that right no matter what food you eat yeah like that's like non-traditional they're like oh it just tastes like chicken yeah which is interesting i don't it know it to be something 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 with that I wonder if it's gamey Mm, it probably is. I mean, it's out. You know, I don't know what it eats. What does yeah. it eat? What the freak does a gator eat? Swamp. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> so, Mike, I'm reading this study that just came out today mm, okay. that um, hmm. Brad Schoenfeld, I think that's how you say his name, um, that cold water immersion. Ooh, I'm interested. After um, working out, actually works against muscle growth oh yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of controversy going on now it, he says he does um, the nice thing about him he's very scientific he does say that it hasn't been peer-reviewed yet but um some really interesting data about that i mean it's it's the truth i mean we're no scientists or nothing like that but i mean if we break it down to the simplest form of stuff that we know i mean what does ice do it restricts blood flow exactly so when you're trying to grow your muscle and things like that why you need what hypertrophy right yep. you need blood flow so if you work out you obviously have that pump have your blood flowing um right that vasodilation meaning your blood vessels are actually opened and then you go straight into an ice bath well obviously it constricts them and well there's no growth so I, I that's true there's nothing there's nothing yeah. but is that is that why like a lot of people go into like a sauna or Absolutely. a steam room I, after the I tell the all my clients. I tell all my clients like if you're gonna go into something, I want you to go ahead and sauna after, right? Uh-huh. So you keep that you keep that pump in a sense. And then if you want to take a nice bath or a nice cold shower, don't we're not doing it after. We're doing it either the next day or you're doing it later mm-hmm. in the day, right? Once the whole once you're back to homeostasis. Yeah. Um, but I've always 
again, not looking into the science part because that's not my field, right? Um, I do want to look more into it, so then we could talk about it. But from what I know right now and just experience, um, yeah, it makes sense. It's one of those things that just kind of blew up on social media. and Well, because of Huberman, right? Yeah. Because he was obviously, if people, you guys who are listening and don't know, Andrew Huberman is everywhere now, right? And one of his main things is, well, cold, cold immersion, right? Cold immersion for... But you see all these people now on, on social media talking doing about the it. ice baths and they're selling them. Well, for the same reason. But, I mean, if you go back to episode four that we did, or three, episode three where we talk about social media... Um, go back and take a listen to that episode. Yeah, yeah. You get some nuggets there about yeah. what's going on with social media and why, how we recommend you use it. <laughs> yes, wisely. <laughs> but um, I mean, would you would you like ice bath? I love ice bath. I do. I want. I do one every morning. You know that. Yeah, I haven't done a full ice bath yet. Well, it's on not my bath. shower. You do a cl- yeah, a cold shower. I mean, I'm uh, the jury's out for me, <laughs> so <laughs> I, I probably should do it more consistently. I I. For in terms of recovery, in the right time, st- again, bringing you bringing up studies. The studies obviously have shown that it does help. It does help right with yeah. recovery. Um, they're talking about more muscle growth, so that it gets into like that's a whole other realm. And I feel like people are just twisting things like that, especially on social media. Just you know, whatever, whatever's new. Whatever we talked the about. New right? hack. Yeah, exactly. It's so hack. it's like, oh well, it's, first it was good, then it's bad. So then people just want to talk about whatever's interesting, I guess. Yeah. I mean, look at what are we doing? We're literally freaking talking about it. Right? <laughs> so it's like, it worked. Yeah, that is true. But I Very mean, I see the benefits. I see the benefits of taking cold showers in the morning. I've told you. Yeah. Like it definitely wakes me up. Duh. But it's like, not only does it wake me up in the moment, it wakes me up like throughout the day. I feel more energized. Like not just five hours for it. Like the whole day, I feel a lot more energized. Yeah. I, and I can't explain that. Mental toughness too. For me, it's like, I never want to do it. It never gets easier. But just having to do something hard first thing when you wake up in the morning is like it's it's really it's i think it's really good for my for, for my mental toughness because it's like every day i don't want to do this i don't want to do this and yet i go through with it yeah so it's like that kind of sets my tone for the rest of my day that okay it might be hard things might be tough but you know what let's go for it let's just dive right in right yeah so i like doing it for those purposes more than in physiological purposes you know uh, my mental toughness in the morning what's what is just you? getting up <laughs> no, <I'm joking. laughs> no that's, uh, i don't get a cup of coffee huh? yeah i don't have a problem with that um talking about coffee caffeine yeah what's up with you and caffeine well i i actually completely went cold turkey this week because i had like a little health issue mm. so it's funny like these little things i mean i was maybe drinking one to two cups a day and cut it out and i was a zombie <laughs> for like two days which is you no caffeine yeah zero caffeine yeah that's me but yeah. for those of you guys who don't know i i mean chris knows i don't take any caffeine whatsoever no pre-workout no pre-workout no co- i mean no coffee the only time i drink coffee is when i'm on vacation right? did you used to do pre-workout i used to back yeah. then um again there's nothing wrong with it i just i don't necessarily need it is it a i definitely a performance enhancing drug um, I mean, I use that word lightly, but I mean, it is caffeine is a drug, not nothing bad against it. Um, I have, I, d- I have taken it and I do take it when I think I really do need it. There's some people out there that I think they do need it. Right. And they perform a lot better. I have a whole paper and I could bring it up. I have a whole paper, uh, right. Pre-reviewed everything. I have a whole paper, uh, talking about the effects of caffeine and performance. You wrote it. I wrote it myself. Wow. So I have two papers actually, um, when I was at Castelli. So I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. It's just for me, what I want to do, I'm okay, right? Never, I'd rather just stay away as much as I can. 
but it definitely is a performance enhancing effect and it's it most people benefit from it so yeah i'm not taking anything away from it i have slept much better this week you see so Again, some people benefit from it. Other people benefit from not taking it. Yeah. I think I'm somebody that benefits from not. So that's why I kind of do what I do. So no caffeine, cold showers. What else? What other hacks what other you hacks got? Walking in nature. I just I just, I just, do my best, man. You know? Yeah. Uh, whatever makes me... All those things make me also just feel good, man. But we want to be happy in life, right? So things that make us feel happy. I mean, you got to do those things. Simple as that. I think it's a mix of like kind of pushing yourself out of your comfort zone a little bit, but not like if someone is, let's say they don't do anything and then all of a sudden it's like, okay, cold, like all of they those things. Do, oh yeah. 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 You know, the easy so way into it's it. like doing little things at a time. I find that to be super beneficial versus just taking a deep dive in that, that you add more stress to your life when you do it that way. And oh, absolutely. You know, I mean, that's what, that's the, problem most people when they hear something you know new and they want to try something they go all in and that's i mean we talked about slightly about that last podcast right um about i mean that all-in mentality that most of us have we just either we do it or we don't and most of the time that mentality is not the one to have (laughs) it's not good it messes up yeah at the end of the day it just messes you up slow and steady wins the race right we got to learn something from that that is true yeah tortoise in the hair is that the story yes it is <laughs> the tor- yeah that's the tortoise in the hair but there's, there's a lot of truth to that so, so what are we talking about today we're talking about so again we are on our if you guys have been listening to the podcast we are doing a 10-part series right of a like progression of, of, of 10-part what <laughs> we're progressing oh yes yeah, so we're progressing we're, pro- we're progressing one. into the next yeah <laughs> um there's no they're not in order or anything like that in any order but um 10-part series on why you're not progressing um, in the gym or in your health or in your fitness. Um, I forget which which number we're on. I don't know, four or something like that. Is that what it is? I don't know. Yeah, I'm not too sure. But anyways, we've been on our, our, our 10-part series. Um, today's um, topic of discussion is uh, people who have been, who are always changing their workouts. Right, who have no structure, no program. You kind of just go into the gym, or not just the gym. Just also, you could also talk about nutrition, right? You just kind of have no no structure to anything that you're doing. You're just kind of going day by day, um, and just just changing everything, which is, I mean, a lot of people. Why do you think people uh, are always changing what they're doing? I think people are impatient. Mm-hmm. And when I say people, I say, I mean, I include myself. Right? Yeah. A lot of us are really impatient that when we see, see the hard part in any of this, in any of in life, I'm not just, not just fitness, right? And the, the, the hardest part is being patient and just sticking to that one thing that you want to get better at, that one thing that you're trying to get good at. It's just sticking to it is a hard part. Consistency is a hard part. So, so when someone's doing something, like let's say they want to lose weight, right? Um, and then like, they start doing what they have to do, being in a deficit, going to the gym, all this, this and that. And they don't see the scale moving. First of all, that's normal. Sometimes you, there's a period. We'll talk about that in our later episodes. But people don't see any movement, right? And they think they're doing something wrong, right? They're like, mm-hmm. oh, nothing's moving. The scale's not moving. I'm, I, I look the same. I'm doing something wrong. And then they change what they're doing, right? And then maybe that starts working a little bit. But then, they again, they, they want to change it because they, they see a plateau, quote, unquote, right? But it's like people are just – they're just impatient. What did you say? Yeah, and I think, too, like um – it's hard. It's hard work to have a plan. 
it's really hard to like sit down and really like think about a plan. It's easy to kind of go through a feed on social media and see all the options and say, Oh, I like that. I like that. I like that. And then, you know, it's like there's in training, there's thousands of different options, right? Mm. It's, it's, and it's easy to kind of like just go from one thing to another. Cause you know, it's cool, you know, or you, like you said, you're not seeing progress, but I think the hard thing is, is to actually plan and write, so, like so get a plan to start together. With it, yeah. yeah and, well, and stick to it. Mm, yeah. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, most people, yeah, they don't know where to start. So like you said, they just see like, okay, well I'll start here. Right. I have a saying, um, a goal without a plan is a dream. Mm, okay. So we got to dream big though. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, a goal without, say it again, a goal without a plan is a dream. A goal without a plan is a dream. Yeah. I like that, which is just true. I mean, and then I say a plan without a goal is just a good idea. I have heard that. I have actually heard that. Yeah. I don't know from where, but yes, you refresh my mind on that. Maybe I've said it. <laughs> no, no, definitely not from you. <laughs> I also think people change their workout. Again, going back to the whole like novelty right thing that we talk about, people also just don't want to do repetitive things, mm. right? And that's what the difference between training and working out, right? We've talked about that. So in training, it's more structured, right? You actually have a plan. You know what you're doing, right? Working out is what I think a lot of people do. Like, oh, I'm going to go work out. And they, whatever they feel that day, right, whatever they want to do that day, they'll do. Nothing wrong with that in terms of health, right? But if you're trying to progress in the gym or you're trying to progress your health or something like that, you need to train, not just work out. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? What Say more between what training versus working out means. Training, again, more structured. You know what you're going to go into the gym. Like, you, you, you have a plan. You're going into the gym and you already have a whole set plan, right? Which mm-hmm. me and you as trainers um, have our, you know, our clients. Like, our clients don't just come in and be like, all right, well, what do you want to do today? Has there been days like that? Maybe, yeah. But most of the time, we're always like, okay, we already have a whole set training plan for them. We know what they're doing. Then we know the sets. We know the weight. We know everything like that, right? And when some people are just working out, well, you could essentially do anything, right? So Training is more of a plan and a program versus working out is just an activity. Yeah, I would say. Would that make sense? I think that simpler terms, yes. Like if I just went to group classes, for example, uh, every week expecting to are you, are change you, my are body. Are you throwing some shade to the group class people? No, I mean. Nope. To look. <laughs> <laughs> just I've done it, you know, and um, I've yes. you know, gotten some results from it. but Initially, right? Yeah, but long term. But continue. And, <laughs> and long, no, but long term, it didn't, you know, it, I was trying to work on some of my conditioning too. And that did help mm-hmm. me with that goal. Um, but as far as like seeing any progress on my body and growing muscle, um, long term. Well, because there's so, no, there's no, there's no progressions to it. Right. There was no progression. So it's like, yeah. I, I mean, we worked at a commercial gym before. Right. Yeah. So it's like, we both didn't work there for too long but we worked there i mean over a year so even within that whole year we would see i mean i would well not just not working there just even going to the gym myself you see these people that go to the group classes to group class fitness and first of all they're one of the most consistent freaking people there they are you see them freaking day in and day out right it's always the same people and they have that look in their eyes (laughs) they're about to kill (laughs) but they never change they look the same their body compositions look exactly the same right there's some 
there's some even I mean we have to be honest here there's some there's some instructors that are I mean they look like they have no muscle mass they're overweight right mm-hmm. or some of them are underweight right but it's like their body composition the way they look their health things like that they, it doesn't change right because they're they don't have that again they're just working out they're just moving their body is there something wrong with that no there's not for some people that's what they want and that's okay and for some people that's better than zero which absolutely. is sitting at home and not doing that's anything a, absolutely we're, we're, so. we're not we're not saying bashing up against this like i i I actually have people that go to it, and I encourage them to go to it, right? Because they enjoy doing it; it's something they like doing, right? But again, for here, we're talking about people who are really trying to change their body composition, and they're frustrated right? because exactly. they're not. So those are the people we're talking to right here, not just you know regular people, because um, again, just working out and just doing whatever you want at the gym—that's it's if that's fine. If you do it's better than nothing, like you said, right? I encourage people to do that. But again, if you want to truly change your body composition, how your body looks. And Right, and you're struggling to do that. You need to train. We need we need a structure. We need a program, right? And why is that? Well, training or working out, right, isn't an adaptation. Right, it's an adaptation to the body. Right, you're you're working out. It's it's literally just an adaptation. So what I mean by that is, you give your body a stimulus, you give your body a stress, right, and your body responds to that stress or stimulus. So it's telling it to grow, to get faster, get stronger, right, get smaller, whatever it is. Your body is listening to that effect, right? So that's what I always tell all my clients. Like, working out is just an adaptation to the body. Mm-hmm. So we got to give that the correct signal, right? And if you're always changing what you're doing, you're not really giving your body that correct signal. Yeah, hey, you're not giving it the time to... to s- your body doesn't doesn't know what it needs to do, right? Because mm-hmm. you're just changing that signal constantly, Right? I mean, training is repetitive. It's really repetitive, right? If we're going to get into it, I mean, we we all have heard progressive overload, right? Mm-hmm. We'll have probably a whole episode on progressive overload because we can talk a lot about that. But for those of you who don't know, I mean... Let's simplify it into one or two sentences. One or two sentences? That's kind of tough because I have so many thoughts. But I mean, <laughs> in, in, in simple terms, it's just, yeah, just finding a way to be able to progress. It's in the, It's in the name to progress whatever it is that you're doing. Right. If it, it, it again, let's just go down a quick list here. I mean, you could change the reps, right? You could you could add reps. You could add sets, right? You could add weight. Uh, you could change the tempo, right? Tempo meaning go slower, go faster, right? There's a lot of things that, that you could do. Um, you could change rest periods, right? Most people, I think that's one of the most underrated uh, te- uh, progressive. But let me ask you a question because we're talking about not changing, but now you're telling to change to change. So let's like define what does that look like? So, yeah. So the change would be with within within the the the, the progressions that we're doing. So, for example, like the all the things. Yeah. So all the things that I said, um, again, you, 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 you want to have a structure to it. Mm-hmm. Right. So, for example, um, let's say the first week. Let's say let's say someone's benching. Let's say, uh, yeah, I want to grow my chest. Yeah, so it's like you want to grow a chest. So it's like we're we're gonna bench press, right? So the first week we bench press a plate one thirty five, right? Um, and first we're doing week. For, <laughs> you're pretty strong, Chris. Come on. <laughs> but I'm thinking about a beginner. Sorry, <laughs> I'm just giving you a hard time. We just we're bench pressing. <laughs> um, so you bench press. Let's say we're bench pressing, and let's say yeah, they're, they're benching one thirty five for a set of, let's say there's a set of six or something, right? So the following week, um, maybe the progression, right? The progressive overload could be let's just add one more set or two more, two more set, and add a rep, 
right? So meaning instead of doing a set of six, let's we do, do a set of seven, right? And then the following week, we be like, you know what? Let's go back down to six, but let's add like five pounds, right? So it's like I'm still doing the same movement. I'm st- we're still bench pressing, right? The only thing is week by week, I'm finding a way that I could make it a little harder, stress the body a little bit. Remember we talked about working out as an adaptation. It's a stress to the body, right? So mm-hmm. we got to give that body a little bit of a more of a stress, right? A good stress, but we got to give it that little bit more of a, a different signal for it to grow. And that's what I mean by progressive overload, right? Progressing the, the, the movement itself. So it's not about changing the workout, but it's about changing a variable within that same workout. To provide the stimulus to, to the body the to grow. that you need. Yeah. Right? Which is what most people don't do when they're changing their workouts, right? You're not sending that signal uh, strong enough to be able to do that. So when we are repetitive, I mean, if you guys look at uh, most of our, 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 um, our training plans or our or routines. I mean, we've talked about it before. I have some people doing the same thing. Again, progress progressing within the training program, but I have some people doing the same thing for about eight weeks, right? That's over a month. The same thing, day in, day out, same thing, right? Boom, They, they some of them already know what they're doing. Like, they come in, they know what we're doing Wednesday, they know what we're doing Monday, right? Mm-hmm. But that's what most people don't want to do, and that's, I mean, that's what gives you results. That's the training, because then I'm able to progress them, because then, then themselves, they see, like, let's, going back to that bench press example, right? Let's, I have a client, let's say they're benching that much, right? The, the next, the following week that I'm like, oh, damn, you actually went for two more reps today. Remember last week? You couldn't do that. Oh, damn, that's crazy. That's true. I couldn't do that, right? The next week, let's say we add some weight. Damn, remember the first week you tried to do this weight and you couldn't? It was too heavy, right? Remember? Like, oh, damn. So it's like it actually gets them motivated seeing that progression, seeing that change, right? So I think um, it's like I said earlier, it's easy because when you're you're looking at online, social media and other things, you you know, maybe you see a bench press, but then you see the next guy doing, he's doing like alternating dumbbell presses and you're like, oh, I want to try that. And then you see chest flies and you're like, Oh, I got a pump on the chest flies. Like I need like, then they start chasing mm, a pump. You said you know? something that I want to go over a pump. <laughs> yes. A I brought that up for a specific pump. reason. Cause so we like the pump. We love the pump. <laughs> <laughs> um, just like, where do we start with? We this? like soreness. <laughs> yes. Okay. So guys, hot topics. Yes. A pump is good. Right, we could agree a pump is good. And what we mean by a pump, by the way, it's blood flow in the muscle. Right, you you're working out, you you're filling your muscle with blood, and essentially it feels engorged with blood. Right, and it feels better. Like wow. if you look engorged. I like that. <laughs> that was like a really great descriptive God word. Damn it, see that? No, it's perfect. It's now that Chris interrupted my train of thought. <laughs> Sorry, no, I'm just kidding. But um, yeah, so it's engorged with blood. Right, so that it makes it gives obviously the illusion of you having a bigger muscle that in the moment, right? So that's why a lot of people take their pictures in the gym because you have a pump, right? And a pump feels good. I mean, a lot of like for guys, your arms get pumped, right? You you feel good. A female, let's say you you're doing some, you know, hip thrust or something, you mm-hmm. get a glute pump, right? So then that's when they take their pictures and things like that. Anyways, you don't always have to have a pump, because a lot of people chase that pump. A pump is not a sign of muscle damage. No, absolutely not. It's a sign of blood flow. It's a sign of, exactly, I like that. Say that again so people can hear that. The pump is not a sign of muscle damage, but it's a sign of blood flow. And when Chris says muscle damage, when you work out, your muscle gets micro tears, essentially, right, to simplify it. It gets micro tears, and then it grows back stronger. So in order to grow, 
right? In order to make a change and in order to change how the way your body looks, you need those little micro tears within your muscles, right? And that's what Chris is talking about when you muscle damage. So we need that, aka muscle damage, in order to progress in the gym. So some people get that pump and they get that feeling and they think that's happening when it's really not. I mean, I can get a pump. I have a band actually right here <laughs> with me right now. If you guys are watching, trying the video. to get a pump. <laughs> I actually was trying to get a pump before the before the, before the podcast, <laughs> but just because I got let's say this I didn't by the way, but just in, if I would have got that pump, I could have easily gotten a pump from like one set of like I don't know twenty freaking curls or something, right? That's not gonna actually change the way my body looks, right? Just just chasing that pump, you actually have to have again have to have overall volume. I think is important when training, which a lot of people don't take into consideration when they're doing like a program things like that. What I mean by overall volume is like everything in total of like how many sets you're doing, how many reps you're doing, how many weight you're doing, all of that, right? In order to progress, I mean, sometimes we need to add some volume to it, right? So, again, some people can get a I, – sometimes I get a pump from like the first – my first set. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to grow just by doing one set if I've been doing, you know, what are three, four, five sets right, in my whole routine. So, yeah. just because you have a pump, guys, does not mean – you have to have that you have to know what you do like for me for example sometimes i have a crazy let's say i mean let's talk about arms a lot of guys talk about arms right uh two days ago i had four sets of uh, i was doing four sets of 15 with just a regular barbell curl right when i finished my second set actually i finished my second set and my freaking arms were pumped (laughs) like Mm -hmm. i couldn't like i felt like i couldn't do any more right i was like damn i feel like this is it um, but again, I looked at my training program and I was like, well, I mean, I've done more and today calls for four sets just because I had that pump. I mean, I continued, right? So it's like th- that little difference, right? Of me not stopping there just cause I had the pump and me actually following through with my program because I knew I had done more sets in the past is what actually is going to make me grow. Right. So again, just cause you have a pump does not mean anything. You gotta, you gotta, you have that, you gotta have that structured and know what is it that what stress is it that you need to give your body in order to to progress okay so based on your experience how do you think the average person finds what they're going to do in the gym like on a daily basis Hmm, like that just an everyday person yeah because we're you know this is a person who may be changing programs a lot i mean if you if you ask me um I think about when I obviously before I was a trainer and before I knew anything about fitness, I mean, I just online, mm-hmm. right? Online, I would just, I would look up. I want, well, I want to get my leg stronger. Let me look up a leg workout. I want to say, look up my, get a, you know, my chest stronger and a leg workout, not a leg plan. Yeah, exactly. So, um, training, but you know, what's funny. I was smart just because I was, um, again, I played sports my whole life. Right. So I had, a, I had a, uh, weight room coach and things like that so i i i i I would puzzle it together so he would have us do certain workouts right and then we would repeat those workouts right exact same things right and Mm -hmm. obviously he would push us to like go up and wait or whatever it was right so i caught on to that i caught on to like oh well he has us do the same things he we just kind of he wants us to get better at those things so when i first started lifting even though i didn't know much about it yes i would look up a leg workout but then that leg workout was my leg workout Hmm. for a long time yeah and well i would overdo it i would have it for like that would be my little workout for the <laughs> whole year right? yeah which we'll talk about we'll talk about, we'll talk about that next week yeah uh sticking to it for too long um but yeah so that's i mean that's how i did it that's how i would uh, that's how i looked at it so a lot of people nowadays i feel like they just look up 
workouts on social media, especially social media, right? Instagram, TikTok, wherever, like, oh, you want to grow your glutes? Well, here's a workout, right? So I think a lot of people just find those things and then go base it off that. I also talk, I also say that because a lot of my quote unquote, I mean, gym friends, I say gym friends because they're, they're only gym friends. I don't really talk to them outside the gym, right? Mm-hmm. I kind of just wave to them. I kind of know them. Um, I'll ask them. I'll be like, you know, what are you doing today, whatever. And, and they'll be honest, like, oh, yeah, well, I'm following. Do you, oh, do you follow this person? I'm doing their workout. Hmm. Like, they'll straight up tell me, like, they're just yeah. literally following somebody they follow, right? They're doing what they're doing, what's on, doing whatever reel they saw. Yeah. So I think a lot of people nowadays just go based off that. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, you know, I didn't come from an athletic background. So I early on, before I worked with a trainer, I would, you know, buy a program or get one from like a men's health men's fitness magazine and follow it i think i brought out my book once that had my program oh yes yeah. muscle fitness what yeah but i remember you know um i would i would have to look up the videos a lot for the exercise and you know in the gym it's kind of like okay i'm gonna be really inconspicuous <laughs> about this because i don't want so people don't, don't know that i don't know what i'm doing and um in a lot of cases, very, very common, by the way, guys. Very yeah. Common. Yeah. Don't super be, common. And that the reason I share that, I would do that too. Yeah. No, the reason I share that is just to let people know that it is common, you know? So don't, I, mean, I still do it nowadays. Who am I kidding? Yeah. I've done it when I'm freaking in a session. I'm like, wait, hold on. Yeah. Not that I don't know how to do it, but it's like just certain cues that I want to remember, you know, like maybe I haven't done the exercise in a while. I'm like, yeah. okay, hold on. Let me, let me, let me refresh my mind on it. Yeah. So, no, no shame in that. I still do it. Yeah. Um, but I was, I, I did have shame about it. I felt like I, you know, like I should know. Yeah, I guess you. It's yeah. just, it's just a different mindset, you know. Um, but the one thing that I felt like I lacked was good form. You know, it was like just push and pull, like just do it, get the rep done, without really thinking about like full range of motion and I those mean, kinds same. of things. Yeah, when I when I looked up the again going back to when I would look at the workouts. Um, yeah, I would watch the video, the little five second video, you know, yeah. they didn't even explain anything <laughs> and then I would do it. I for sure. I mean, now looking back, oh man, I messed, I, I'm glad I didn't mess anything up. Like I could, I deadlifting, squatting. I did all the barbell lifts too. Wow. <laughs> that, that, completely didn't horrible form. That. There's a video on my Instagram um, of me deadlifting and it was like four plates, but it's like, it was a horrible, it was <laughs> like the worst form ever. And then I have it like transitioning to me lifting a lot better. Um, yeah, good I mean, thing. that's one of the things I, I mean, yes, form work is obviously one of the reasons also why people cannot progress, which we'll probably go over as well in another episode. But um, that, that that's 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 honestly, I think that's one of the big ones, to be honest, too. I mean, we'll, if, we'll talk if about you're not episode. progressing. You may be wanting to change your workouts because you don't see progress, but it could be you're just not doing form. the freaking workout how it's supposed to be. Yeah. And that's that's. I actually want to talk about this one a lot because us as trainers are, I mean, mean speaking from experience, I've had, let me, let's take the simple, again, talking about a bench, you know, we've been talking about a bench this whole, so I have at 85% of the people, maybe even more that have come to me, some, like, it doesn't have to be a bench, but it's like, they have, they've been doing exercise their whole life and they think they know how to do it. And once they come to me and I show them how it's done, it like blows their mind. Cause they're mm-hmm. like, I've been doing this wrong my whole life. I had a guy tell me on a push-up, and this guy had done CrossFit. I mean, he did a lot. He's like, no one has ever shown me the right way to do a push-up my whole life. He's like, my mind is blown. Yeah, I get that all the time. 
I mean, that's why my usual my usual first session when I have somebody, I mean, I go over the foundation movements, right? Pushing, hinging, yep. squatting, uh, pulling, whatever. And most of the time, they're all they're mind blown because they're like, I thought I knew how to work out, but then you're, someone's actually teaching them how it's supposed to be done. And it's like completely game changer. Like a lot of people, again, going back to the bench press, I kind of didn't talk about the story, but going back to the bench press, I have so many people are like, oh, I want to grow my chest. I want to grow my chest. Right. And I'm like, well, okay, well, what are you doing? Well, I bench press this and that. It sounds, it sounds like they're doing the right, they're doing the right things. But then I'm like, okay, well, let's see it. All shoulders. Right. It's like all unstable. Right. It's like they're not pressing the right way. Mm-hmm. And then I tell them, I correct the form and I'm like, okay, now press. And they're like, oh my God, I actually feel my chest now. Pump. Right? <laughs> they, feel that, they feel that pump. But, um. That's definitely a big one, man. That's definitely, but we'll have a whole episode on that one. I but, even um, think like um, bicep curls are butchered a lot. You know, you see the swinging and things. I like mean that. everything. I mean, yeah. I mean, mean, we could go on that. Like you said, that could be a whole episode. Be a whole episode, but but um, it, I mean, it is important because if you feel like you're not progressing, and because of that, you're changing your workouts and trying new things, mm. then you could possibly just take it back to your form and do like a little analysis of your form yeah so to go in a little deeper what chris is saying is um you're changing your workout and you're not giving your body time to get better at that skill of lifting i've always said in every podcast and i tell all my my clients lifting is a skill in order to get better at lifting in order to progress you have to get better at that skill so how are you going to get better if you keep on changing different things right so I think that's that's key. I, just just thinking of it like that instead of like because a lot of people go into the gym and they're like, oh, I just want to push weight or I just want to move. Right. But then when you go into the gym, thinking of it as like, OK, this is a skill. I need to get better. The skill of squatting, the skill of pressing anything. Like if you think about it as a skill, your whole mindset changes. Right. You think about it completely differently. And that's essentially how you'll be able to progress and get results. Right. Just thinking of it yeah. that way. And I think, too, when you're working on that skill, being comfortable with starting with a lighter weight versus like looking over at the guy next to you and being like oh i want to do what he's like that comparison right you know if you can start light and really get build the skill and be comfortable with maybe you're not lifting heavy but you're doing the form correctly then you can progress that and grow the right way right yeah exactly i mean if we want to compare it to um you want let's compare it to like a sport or something right let's say a baseball player right a baseball a pitcher right a he needs to he how many you know he's like he only gets better at pitching by what pitching right by yep. constantly throwing getting like you know getting his throws up things like that same thing a basketball player right he gets only he gets better at shooting by what by going to the gym and taking shots right shot after shot after shot after shot same thing in the gym that's how you progress right those athletes are progressing because they're just doing the same thing being repetitive getting good at it right same thing with lifting like the only reason the only way you're going to progress is by getting good at it by getting better again getting better at that skill which is what people cannot do if you keep on changing your workout stick to it you know what we should do what what? we'll make a plan for you guys what do you think chris yeah let's do it we'll make a plan for you guys because obviously there's a lot of want there's a lot i want to explain a lot i want to do um we'll make a starter plan, I would say. So this is not gonna, this is for a beginner. This is not going to be for an advanced person. We may do that in the future, but right now, since we're talking to the beginners, we're talking to people who obviously want want that that change. Um, we'll make a plan for you guys, and we're gonna put it up on our our Instagram page. I would right just put a link to the Instagram page, completely free. We're not gonna sell it or nothing like that. Um, just a very basic, simple plan of the foundation of movements uh, that that's gonna be up for you guys. So 
We'll explain it more once we, we have it out. But And it should be something that is a not just a one week kind of thing because we're talking about not changing every week right yeah yeah yeah. it'll be uh it will put the progressions in yes it'll be progressions everything up to eight to 12 weeks i think would be a good foundation foundational program um maybe even 20 you know depending on what there you go value for our listeners of life well because i mean i wanted to i mean we're talking about this and i was going to kind of break it down right now but it's 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 a little what i was going to say before I, i i brought that up it was get a plan Right, to get a couple foundational exercises that you guys could do, and just get better at those exercises. Like pick five that you really enjoy, right, and just get better at those. But then, I would have to explain which ones, right, things like that. So I think it would be better for us to just simply come out with a plan, right, to put all the foundational lifts that we obviously we know about, um, and just give it out, man. Just give it out. So I like that. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to do that. But um, again, I mean, if you guys don't, it's gonna be free. It's gonna be on our page. So I mean, but for some, if, for some, for some odd reason, if you guys don't want to, um, jot this down real quick, right? Any foundational plan needs a horizontal pull, right? Vertical pull, horizontal push, vertical push, right? A hinge, a squat, and a carry. That's it, right? That's it. So if you guys don't want to, essentially, you guys don't want to to go onto our page, uh, listen to that again. Uh, we could go deep into what all those are, but I mean, just listen to that. Um, have those in your workout, and you'll have an amazing workout, right? Okay. And just progress again, change the rep ranges, right? Not every week. You don't have to do it every week. You can and do it every week. We'll probably have a progression uh, sheet also. I think a progression sheet along with the program we're going to give out, I think, would be a pretty good idea. So people have an idea of how to progress it. Um, but keep it simple. Yeah, just keep you it keep simple. Keep it simple to those those movements and. You know, you don't have to be doing any kind of crazy jump and spins and, <laughs> you know. <laughs> At the end of the day, that's, I mean, as trainers, again, if we were to post, we, we say it's a lot, but if we were to post our workouts, man, if we were to post our training, the things that we do with our clients, it would be boring. I mean, just straight up, it would be boring. It would be, it would be simple. Again, it would be super simple, right? right? All the stuff that we all know work, works, right? Um, we're not doing anything crazy, right? We're not having them do anything crazy. Again, the foundational movements that we just talked about that I that I mentioned real quick, those are the movements that, I mean, all my clients are doing, right? I have different splits that we could talk about, but it's like all those different splits, either push-pull legs or whatever, right, upper-lower, upper-lower, full body, all those different splits all include those movements. They're all the same. I don't have anything. I'm not reinventing the wheel. I haven't made up my own new exercise. Do I want to? Absolutely. But... Right. I have I don't make up crap. I just do what works. Right. And that's essentially how people get results. And most people, again, want to change their workouts because they get bored of doing something or like, oh, I've been doing this for a while. I've been doing the same crap, the same exercises that I enjoy doing. and I've been getting better at them. And that's why I keep progressing. Right. And that's what most people don't want to do. I mean. So, I mean, what you're saying and what we are saying is. It's not complicated if you want to change your body the movements and the way that you do it, it's not complicated. It's not as complicated as people think. But why do people feel so confused about this and what to do? You know, that like, what is it about a person that they feel that they need to change their workouts all the time? Do you think it's because something isn't working? Or is it more of a psychological need? It's both. It's both. I think it's both. Obviously, we could we could talk about how how certain things. I mean, us as trainers, 
I mean, we the way we program for our clients, right, is we don't have them just do random exercise. We do we do exercise with them that we know are going to help them. Like going back to, I mean, again, we're talking about the benches whole this whole podcast. Let's say the reason why they don't feel their chest is because they have kyphosis or something, right? Their upper back is rounded or something like that. So instead of having them work on the bench, what would we do as trainers? Well, we would work on opening them up, right, pulling those shoulders back. But it's like those we give them the correct things in order to 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 help them progress. So some people like, for example, going back to your question, and hopefully this answers it, but it's like, yeah, some people know, again, let's say we're talking about growing the chest. Some people know they have to do certain push movements, right? Mm-hmm. But sometimes there's more to that. Yeah. Right. And, but again, it could also, yeah, definitely could be psychological. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you said this one time, um, I'm not going to take this away from you, but what's that one quote you said, right? Some people, the, the it something about changing the workouts, something about changing themselves. Yeah. So, I mean, the, the question is, is, is for the person who's always changing their workout, is that need to change their workout greater than the need to change themselves? There so they're chasing, they're chasing the change on something that's external versus looking at, you know, something that is about them. So it is psychological a lot, a lot of the times. Um, the need to change their workout is greater than their need to change themselves. I like that because it's true. I mean, some people are not ready for change. We've gone over this in other podcasts, but it's true. Some people are just not ready for change. Working, so. I mean, working out in itself is hard. But when you talk about staying the course on a plan, I think anytime you're trying to create change in your body or anything, there's going to be something you come up against. And a lot of times when you hit that tough point, it could be even mentally that like you want to see a change in the mirror and you're not seeing it, even though your body is changing, but it's like, there's something that you always run into whenever you're trying to change. And the main, the, the thing that I've always learned is that if you can just keep pushing and push through that, then that's where you see results on the other side. But myself included, this is a lesson I learned over and over again, is when you get to that sticking point, that hard place, it's easy to just kind of like give up and try something new because it gives you like a dopamine hit. Like, oh, this thing's going to work new. now. Yeah. yeah. Most people do not know what that, yeah, once you get, like you said, you, you get to that sticking point. Most people don't, can't push past that. They really can't. And, I mean, that's what separates a lot of lifters. And, I mean, just straight up. There's a study, right, that Olympic lifters uh, could tap into, like, 95% of their brain, brain potential, right? Their wow. muscle potential, right? Mm-hmm. Most people could only tap into, like, I think it's, like, 50 or something, even less than 50, mm. right? With that said, though, it's like, yes, a lot of people, I mean, I see it in my clients, uh, a lot, not, not all of them, right? But there's some people that come to me, and uh, once they start feeling that, you know, that, that little, like you say, that little, I don't want to say pain, but they get to a certain point in anything they're doing and they start feeling like the burn, I guess. Right. Mm -hmm. It could be the pump actually (laughs) talking about the pump. It could be the pump. They start feeling that little, that little sense of the sensation of blood flow in that muscle and they want to stop. Yeah. They get scared. Like, Oh no, it hurts. Right. When in reality, it's literally, it's literally just part of the exercise. Right. A lot of people don't know how to get past that little sticking point. Yeah. I Um, mean, I, I always tell my clients, like whenever you exercise, your body literally goes into fight or flight. And oh, yeah, part of your job in in going through this workout is to recognize that that it's gonna be 
you know, you're going to have this sensation within yourself that you want to stop or you want to run away. Um, and so, you know, we focus a lot on, I, I, I get focused a lot on breathing cause I think it helps combat that. I mean, even in a workout, like we're talking about, you're going to have those points before I ever worked with a trainer. I, I did work out hard. I mean, I know I pushed myself, but I swear, like when I worked with a trainer, I went, I found a whole nother level <laughs> that I didn't, I accessed, I didn't know I had. <laughs> yeah, don't, 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 don't think, make people think that we're freaking crazy. No, no, no. I mean, it, it <laughs> I wasn't, get what you mean, though. but you know, I you need I, someone to push yourself sometimes. Yeah. To, I was, to push I was, that extra just, mile. I was playing safe in the gym. Oh, absolutely. I have a lot of clients who like, they come to me um, and they surprise themselves because they're like, again, they'll put up an extra number or something, right? Like, for example, this past, this past, uh, today, actually, one of my clients, um, <laughs> it's funny, we were bench pressing, <laughs> talking about bench pressing, <laughs> all this, the whole podcast, but uh, we were bench pressing, and then and I was like, okay, I had it written down what he did before, right? So then I added some more weight, and he was looked at me like I was crazy, like, the hell? Like, that's a lot. Like, like I wouldn't try that on my own, right? And then he, he got it. Obviously, I, I was helping him out, right? Um, and he said, he straight up said, he's like, honestly, I would not, he, he got his sets done, but, um, he's like, I don't think I would have done that if you weren't here. He's like, I probably wouldn't have pushed myself to do that. He's like, even if I saw it on my sheet, cause they all have sheets, like they follow. Mm-hmm. He's like, even if I saw it on my sheet, I probably wouldn't have done it. He's like, but you being here, just having that extra person, right. Having that trainer next to you, uh, it could be a workout buddy, by the way, too, or a tra- you know, something, uh, does help you push past certain things. I, I've, I've had a workout partner before. I don't know if you have, but it definitely helps you having someone there definitely helps like push that extra mile because you know, you're just with somebody i don't know what it is i don't know if you want to you know either it's, or maybe it's just me my competitive but i feel like I've, i hear that from a lot of people mm-hmm. like when they have someone with them they like to push that extra that that extra go that extra mile right um progressive overload there it is i mean that's <laughs> that's exactly what progressive <laughs> overload is um but going back to what you said about people not like um training is hard Training is, is very hard, um, and that's why a lot of people a lot of people like to change their workouts because it gets to a point doing certain movements gets harder, right? Because, for example, I mean, most people know about progressive overload. They know they have to, like, oh, maybe I'll go heavier. But then it gets to a certain point where they're like, all right, this is it. I'm not going, any, I'm not going any higher. I'm not doing more reps. Like, they, they mentally shut down. They're mentally like, I can't go past that. And that's that is where you actually go. That is where your body needs that extra stimulus mm-hmm. to be able to like once you pass that is where you grow. Yeah. Right. Do you hear one thing you could actually learn from bodybuilders? Right. There's a lot of things you shouldn't learn from bodybuilders. But one thing you can learn from them is like the vol- the intensity that they go into the workouts. Right. Sometimes where it's like they go and and they like to push past like failure, things like that. Right. It's like most people don't have most people have never actually tr- truly re- reached failure. Right. There's this again, there's this other study that I heard on a podcast. I don't like to read myself. How they talked about how some people, most people, when they, they thought they got to failure, but then obviously they, they forced, they pushed, you know, they had people cheering them on, like, come on, pass more. They would get like five more reps on average when wow. they thought they were done. I think I saw that right? study. Like yeah. five more reps on average than when they, when they thought they were done. I see that a lot of my clients. I'm like, all right, come on, you got two more. Right. And I'm not pushing them. I'm not pushing them because that's, that's our, amount of reps that we had planned for the day right you're and pulling them yeah it's exactly there you go i'm not pushing i'm pulling them but it's like they end up doing it because in their heads they think that's all they have but in reality i mean you could push you could push past that going back to to, to training being hard i think also a lot of people they don't progress because they 
do, I mean, straight up, they do easy exercises. Most beginners, most people think like that, what do they do? They go to the machines, right? Mm-hmm. The, a big one for me is a lot of people leg press. Not that I have nothing against the leg press, but it's like you get so much more benefit from actually going under like a bar and doing a barbell back squat. But why do people not barbell back squat? Because it's freaking hard. Barbell back squatting is hard no matter. I, I st- it's still hard. I have, to, I have to do some today, and I'm like dreading it already. Mm-hmm. I still do it, but it's like. I've had so so many years of doing it. It doesn't get easier. It gets harder, right? Because yeah. I'm, again, progressing myself. But it's like a lot of people rather leg press than back squat because it's a lot easier to leg press, right? And that one of the reasons that's not, that's one of the reasons they're not freaking progressing because they rather take that easy route. They rather do what's easy. They don't want to actually pass, pass that barrier that we're talking about. Yeah. I, and, you know, so that kind of goes to, in some ways, so what we're going to talk about next week and sticking to the same program. So I think that's that's a good kind of segue to to set up next week or next episode. Next episode, yes. So I mean, this whole episode obviously is about changing your workouts, right, and constantly changing your workouts. Next so next week is going to be um, about sticking to the same program. I know it sounds obviously counterintuitive, but obviously we're going to talk about uh, the differences and and key points of of each one, just like we did today. But so I think you know we've talked a lot today about we've given a lot of like tips and practices for people who maybe changing their programs a lot. Um, and we've talked about the mindset, psychology behind it. What we're, so we're going to provide a program. Yes. But um, short of us giving a program out, like how does someone assess that maybe they're changing their, well, I guess the, the assessment is, is that they're not progressing. Yeah. And so if you're not progressing, one of the factors you look at is, are you changing your workouts yeah, too yeah. much? Um, but how do they, I guess, how, if I'm that person, how do I kind of get out of that? I think the key thing for those people, I mean, you know, you know, if you've been changing your workout, right? So one is to realize that, you know, like I really have, have been changing my workouts. I really, I'm not progressing. I'm not seeing what I want. Um, find the movements that you enjoy doing, right? Find the movements that you really enjoy doing. Um, but also find the movements that have the greatest impact, right? On your body. Like, you know. Like some people know, like some, like they'll do a certain exercise and I'm like, damn, I really felt that. I really felt that, you know, in my, in my quads or whatever. And I could feel, I could feel a, an impact. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like, find the movements that you really enjoy doing and get better at those movements. And I I have um, a takeaway to write it down. Oh, absolutely. Don't put it, if it's in your head, put it on paper, put it in your notes on your iPhone, whatever, write it down. And then over a period of time, track your progress, stay to that plan. You know, that's important. Yeah, I've always just funny you say that because when I first started, again, I, I carried a notebook around with me. Uh-huh. I mean, I carried a notebook. I didn't care. Like, I would I, me too. I, would, I would just track. Um, I mean, I track my client's info, obviously. I, I, I have my phone. I have it in my notes, um, spreadsheets, things like that. I track all their stuff. So it's like I could tell them what they started doing when they first got to me, mm-hmm. right? And I'm saying you guys have to be too crazy about it like that. But it's like if you guys are – we're talking to the people that truly want to change their body composition – um, you have to track. I mean, if you're not, if you're not, if you're not tracking it, it's like, how do you know if you're actually progressing? How do you know? Right. Um, you can't just have it in your mind. People are like, Oh no, I know what I did. No, trust me. It's like sometimes, especially on the days that again, when it gets hard, there's some days that it gets hard. And I've been, I've been in those days where it's like, I really don't feel like doing this. Right. And then let's say I, again, I see something on my sheet and I'm like, I don't know if I could do that today. I don't feel as good, but I'm like, well, I'm gonna try it just cause it's on my sheet and I want to stick to my program. 
I end up doing it. You end right? up because my too. body yep. is already there. My body already knows it could handle it. So it's like that's the benefit of tracking. Like you're able to see that like, oh, no, my body's already at this point. Why are you going to do less? Right. Or why are you going to do more? Like we need to have that nice prog- again, have that nice progression. Right. That was it's fun, Chris, stuff. as usual. Good stuff. There's a lot of stuff. I feel like sometimes we always talk, we, we go left and right here on certain things, but we have so many ideas and so many thoughts on certain things. So, but that's life in the gym. <laughs> exactly. That's that. That was a fun episode, Chris. I gotta, I gotta get the hell out of here. I got, I gotta go train right now. All right. Um, well, until next episode. But until next episode, again, as always, you guys could follow us uh, on Instagram. Um, me at like Mike with two E's on Mike two three. Um, and then Chris at just simple Chris Musser. Chris Musser. Don't yeah. say that because people are gonna <laughs> add the simple to it. Oh yeah, at Chris Musser. Yep. M-U-S-S-E-R. And if you guys want to follow our. Uh, uh, the Life Lifted podcast, um, it's literally called uh, at Life Lifted Pod, right? Life Lifted Pod on Instagram. Um, once our once once this episode airs, um, we should have the program out. So if you guys are listening to this, you guys should be able to go to our Instagram page, the Life Lifted Pod, um, and there will be a link uh, to the program um, that you guys can go ahead and start to follow. And as always, if you have any questions on what we say, feel free to reach out. DM yeah, that, us. That's exactly why we we, we, we we let you guys know um, where you guys can find us out. Uh, but until next time, I mean, this has been Life Lifted Podcast. Thank you for joining us on the Life Lifted Podcast. If you like today's episode, give us a five-star review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. If you want to lift your mind, body, and soul, follow us for more episodes. Show support by sharing Life Lifted with your friends and family. Until next time, stay lifted.